At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Football 24-7 with John McMullen across the Jacob Media Sports Network. Also here on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel for all the latest Johnny Mac commentary uh, and comment. We bring Johnny Mac in to get first reaction from the press conference yesterday. Two new coaches, actually, uh, were introduced yesterday. Um, of course, the one we're going to focus on is Nick Sirianni uh, in Philadelphia. Ironically, both coaches introduced yesterday, um, Johnny Mack, including David Cully in Houston, both have quarterback issues, controversies, and problems. And with that introduction, we start there, brother. Yeah, I think, Krause, that's a, that's a good place to start because I, I think you can contrast those two situations where there is a lot of uncertainty uh, but David Coley was able to handle that uncertainty a little bit better. Uh, and I think that's fair to say. And maybe we start to look at one of the questions I've had uh, about not only Nick Sirianni, but this entire coaching staff and, and the way the Eagles ha- have gone about it to this point. It's not complete. Uh, there's still opportunity to add uh, pieces. Uh, there's always an opportunity to, to add consultants and things like that, but a lot of inexperience. And uh, I think you also saw that kind of bear out at the press conference in that there was a little nervousness, a um, um, little difficulty handling uh, 60 reporters on Zoom. That was the number, which probably wasn't the number in Indianapolis or uh, with the Chargers. So a little bit different. Ultimately, I, I don't think it's going to matter that much. I think people make too much out of press conferences and winning or losing. That's not the goal. The goal is information. So I, I'm not concerned about that long term, but I am concerned about the lack of experience and not having a sounding board. If you go back to Doug Peterson, perfect example. He had Jim Swartz, who was a former head coach in this league. This guy's got Shane Steichen, who's um, 35 years old, been a coordinator for a little bit over a season. Jonathan Gannon is 37, never been a defensive coordinator before. You mentioned uh, two coaches. The Eagles announced two coaches. One of the reasons why is because I asked the question about Michael Clay is going to be the special teams coordinator. So they had to confirm that. Uh, he's 29, Krause. 29. There's your Eagles coaches. Johnny, let's begin off of that note. Let's begin with how it began. 
The press conference begins yesterday with uh, Jeffrey Lurie. Um, he is, and tell me if this is not fair to say, he's the author of the story. He's the mastermind behind where we are today uh, and all of this uh, movement, including the hiring of Sirianni and all these other inexperienced coaches. I'm concerned about that, but I don't want to get lost in that conversation. But let's start with Jeffrey Lurie and what he had to say yesterday. Yeah, uh, you know, Jeffrey, uh, I think he went 15 minutes as the opening act, as I call it, uh, for Nick Sirianni. He went far too long. Uh, I think he didn't mention him till about eight and a half minutes in. I had forgotten his name by the time he got to it. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I, you know, Jeffrey talks a lot about data and analytics and decision making and all that kind of stuff. And at the end of the day, um, he's like everybody else, and he just went with his feel and his gut and, and thought Nick Sirianni was the best option. Um, you know, ultimately, most people in the organization, including Howie Roseman, and I've said this in the past, were pushing towards Josh McDaniels, who has a lot more experience, um, a lot more, um, um, you know, reputation, if you want to call it that, from people around the league. Uh, who know he understands football. That's the good. The bad is he's got a lot more baggage as well. He's got maybe more baggage than a Kardashian getting ready for a trip to Vegas. So, uh, ultimately, yeah, ultimately, I think Jeffrey kind of saves Howie from himself uh, because I think everybody was saying the right thing. Uh, and, and by that, I mean Howie Roseman saying he could work with Josh McDaniels and vice versa. And, um, uh, I think Jeffrey knew that was going to blow up at some point. And by the way, I think he was right. So as much as I criticize him at times, on that, I think he was right. And ultimately, he was going to keep going until he found a guy he was comfortable with, and that was number nine of ten, and that was Nick Sirianni. And, and now we just kind of shift and, and see has he made the right decision. I, I will say it's also the right thing to do to allow Nick Sirianni to hire his own staff. I said it consistently with Doug Peterson, um, and I'm not going to I'm not gonna, uh, be inconsistent about that. That's the way you have to do things. And this is on Nick now. He's been given the opportunity to hire guys he's comfortable with. And I, I was the one who asked the question about the lack of experience and if he thought about being a CEO coach because none of his major coaches, none of his coordinators, I've done this before with the exception uh, of Steichen, as I mentioned, for a very, very short period. And some would say not a successful period. John, there's a so response. I, I think it, Gad, finish your thought, brother. Yeah, Sorry I to think, cut off. I, I think there's got to be a concern. That's what I was all I was going to say. There is a responsibility from the top to put your people in a position to at least have an opportunity to find success, right? Yeah, I think he's done that. I think that part is, is Jeffrey Lurie has done. Look, he, he put a stamp on this. So for good or for bad, this is the way he decided to go. This is the guy he decided is going to be a good coach in this league. And he's going to give him the opportunity to do it. Um, and I think all of that is good. I, I think the bad is when you go to the revisionist, uh, when you go to the history, and it's not being revisionist to say, he had, a, he had a Super Bowl winning coach. Uh, like, I, I, I mean, 
what what changed? Why don't you trust that guy who took your organization to higher uh, places than it's ever been before, and you're trusting uh, a 37 year old neophyte? To be honest, doesn't make sense to me. Football 24-7 with John McMullen across the Jacob Media Network. You'll uh, hear all of his content every day here on YouTube. You'll find him on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. You'll find him on The Middle. You'll find him with Jody Mack on WIP uh, every week. A lot of conversation. And, of course, you'll find Johnny Mack twice uh, in Philly Voice and uh, Sports Illustrated. John, jump ahead to what Nick had to say about Carson Wentz. I'm sure he was asked the question um i'm not sure how he answered the question because i didn't see the press conference uh what were his uh statements about carson yeah well he got asked the question i think he got asked eight times in different ways <laughs> and in a lot of ways uh, i think it was unfair uh of jeffrey Lurie because remember uh jeffrey just introduced him didn't take questions uh, and Howie Roseman didn't speak at all. This is an organizational issue with Carson Wentz. And to be honest, as we sit here today, uh, and we're taping this on Saturday morning, the Eagles don't know if Carson Wentz is going to be back. And Nick Sirianni certainly doesn't know if Carson Wentz is going to be back. Uh, they're in the, the process of sort of repairing and trying to repair that relationship. So, um, but you saw the same thing in Houston. That's why I brought it up with David Culley, who handled the situation much better. There's a lot of uncertainty uh, in Houston, but he was he 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 just flat out put his foot down and said, "I wouldn't be here if I didn't think Deshaun Watson was going to be here." Just paraphrasing. Um, you know, Nick Sirianni basically went a, a 180 from that and, and begged off all the questions, and I think that turned a lot of fans off. I think there was a better way to handle it. And, and you could just say, look, I just got here. Uh, you, honesty is always the best policy, Krause. He's been in the building for a week. Um, you know, it, it, it makes sense to people to say, uh, it's January, late January. We're going into February. Uh, the league year doesn't even start to March 17th. I just got a new job. I, I'm trying to to learn the personnel. I'm trying to learn everybody on this team, trying to build relationships with them, and we'll see how things go. And I think that would have went over better instead of just trying to beg off the questions and saying, um, you know, but again, that that goes back to experience and how you handle things. And I think he'll get better at that as time moves on. I'm not concerned about one press conference. You do only get one opportunity to make one first impression, <clears throat> so he'll never have a, <clears throat> he'll never have another first head coaching job press conference, and that has the fans, I guess, uh, and the reaction from the fan base all over the place. Yeah, and that's fair. But again, you can go back to 2016. What was the first reaction to Doug Peterson? It was so bad that, uh, you know, Mike Lombardi called him the least prepared head coach in NFL history. How did that work out? Uh, you know, somebody, and I wish I could give him credit, uh, one reporter posted Matt LaFleur's uh, first press conference in Green Bay. It was a disaster. Uh, now the guy won 80%. He's won 80% of his game so far. 
in his first two seasons. So I don't think that's a problem. Although a lot of that, to be honest, has to do with Aaron Rodgers. On the other hand, you look at Adam Gase and, and his first conference press conference with the Jets, not good to say the least, and it didn't work out. So uh, ultimately, you're right. You only have one first impression, and, and people are going to um, make uh, unfair assumptions. Uh, but you can't uh, you can't worry about that. I mean, ultimately, he's going to be graded on what kind of football coach he is. Uh, and if he does win, and if he does turn this team around quickly, I think people are going to forget that first press conference uh, pretty quickly. But I, I do think it's also fair to say that wasn't great. Uh, that's that's certainly fair to say. Last thought from you, Johnny Mack, uh, in terms of the potential controversy here uh, with Carson uh, and Jalen. I guess there's some rationale behind, hey, uh, Frank Reich worked with Carson back in 2016 and 2017, and, and because of that, Nick will be good with Carson. Does that make sense? Is that How do you expect that dynamic to play out? Yeah, it does make some sense. I understand why people go down that road. The Eagles also hired Brian Johnson as quarterback coach, and he's the former uh, OC at the University of Florida. He he has a relationship with Jalen Hurts, so you can look at things the other way as well. And he recruited him. He's known him since he was um, four years old. He played for his dad, and 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 back in Texas. Um, so there, if you want to read leaves you can read them any way you want I think ultimately you don't hire coaches for one player so I, I don't think the Eagles hired Nick Sirianni for Carson Wentz I don't think they hired Brian Johnson for Jalen Hurts I think they're trying to put together the best coaching staff um, that can help either player I, I do think and this is one question I wasn't able to ask and I think Les Bowen got it in, at least in a, a sort of fashion, was at what point do you, ha- do you have to have a clearly defined number one quarterback? I think that is the more important issue for everybody on this offensive coaching staff. And he played it off as having two talented quarterbacks. I, I think you've already seen that doesn't work. you got to choose one guy. And ultimately, I think the Eagles will choose one guy. The question is, who who is that one guy? And I think that has more to do with Carson Wentz and how forcefully he tries to push himself out of this uh, organization, which isn't going to be easy, to be honest. Football 24-7 with NFL insider John McMullen. Eagles insider John McMullen. You'll get him on Twitter. You'll find him across the Jacob Media Network and tune in to Extending to Play every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. on AM 1490 Sports Betting Radio. Johnny Mack, great stuff, brother. See you next week. All right. Thank you, Krause. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, 
We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 